We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, and I press the right button today, just go to contentisprofit.com. All right. All right. I got it right. Yeah, I got it right. I, I was nervous there for a little bit. I, was like, <laughs> I know. Is I saw, he going to press the right I saw you seeing the machine, and I was like, I got yeah. this one. Don't Good you job. worry, my man. Good job, Don't guys. You worry. Today we have a special treat for you. It is going to be absolutely amazing. We're going to be talking about unleashing your hustle into a six-figure venture. Woo, baby. It's going to be what we call Juicy Juicy. Hashtag Juicy Juicy. That's right, Fonzie. And before we get started on that, because that's going to be so good, uh, you have a sponsor for us today. Indeed we do. All right. Thank you for asking, good sir. And today's sponsor is your one and only and the biz bros yes we sponsor our own podcast with content momentum and you might be asking yourself what is content momentum well if you produce a long form piece of content just like this podcast that you're listening to or watching and you need a modern media team to come into your business and help you out and leverage your efforts so you can create value packed bite-sized assets and just send them like little minions all over the internet so they can help you amplify your message and get yourself some new clients. We want to help you out. Slide into the DMs at BizBrosco on Facebook, on Instagram. Let's go. Let's go. I, ha- I have my sounds on. I know, like, this I know. is fire. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> we're, guys, we're hyping ourselves way too much. I know. Right hey, now. If you liked it, which I, I feel like if you like these episodes, go ahead and follow the podcast. Do yep. yourself a favor and do us, us a favor. And, you know, do us, do us a favor and go follow it. I, I don't know what's happening today. Uh, you can find us in every single platform of podcasts and on social media at BizBrosco. That is right. And please, or only ask if you find this episode impactful, if today's guest can help you Mm. move one step forward and closer to your goal. Yes. Please don't forget to share this episode because it might impact somebody else as well. That's right. And please, please, please leave a five-star review. We need those reviews. It's going to help the podcast reach more people so we can impact more people as well thank you so much long live relationships today's guest came straight from a friend and previous content is profit superstar brandon strassa and this fits perfectly since today's guest is one of those entrepreneurs that are a super connector he thrives by helping people connect with each other that is right and not to mention that he might have what some consider the most epic beard in the entrepreneurial world does his wisdom Come from his epic beard? Hmm, I don't know. We're going to have to discover that today. Absolutely. Today's guest has served thousands of entrepreneurs destroy any shackles that may be holding them back. He founded the Unleash You Now movement. He's the host of the Unleash Your Hustle podcast. And most importantly, he's a proud father. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to learn more. I wonder if he uses any beard oils. Mm. <laughs> Either way, please welcome founder of Unleash You Now, the one and only Michael Faber. Let's go, Michael. <laughs> you guys are getting me hyped backstage. There we go. Let's go. That, that's the whole idea, you know? It worked. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying... 
if it wasn't my kid's birthday, I would be in Mexico with you, hopefully introducing you every time you come on stage, man. And, and you know, we'll leave it at that. We'll we'll tell the audience what's happening in Mexico in just a little bit. This is a rehearsal for when you're stepping out on stage like that, right? Like, just look at it this way. Yeah. You did great, by the way. So, yeah, you're good to go. Yep. Nice. Dude, Michael, That's a lot of hard work for me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're so excited to to connect, to have you here on the show. Thank you for coming. Uh, your story is truly inspiring. We connected a few weeks back, and uh, completely honestly, here I had no idea who you were, and I was like, "This is gonna be so exciting." And, and then after, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, these guys are creating such a massive impact in the world and entrepreneurs." And we freaked out about frameworks, and I'm like, "This is great." We need to bring you on the show, man. Uh, and what you guys are doing is super awesome. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. But for those that don't know you or for those that maybe know a little bit about you, why don't you share with us a little bit of back backstory? How do you start in this journey? Why Unleash? And um, everything that's coming in the future. Man, <laughs> where to start? I was like the ultimate screw up, right? Like I messed up like every aspect you could mess up. Big Mike's in the house. What's up, brother? Right. Um, I came. I was always a hustler. Right. And I, and I don't mean like the Hova way necessarily, yeah. but I was a hustler. Uh, I would walk around and find change and get penny candy and then go sell it for more for people yeah. that were too lazy to go to the store and get it. Yeah. Right. So I was always trying to find a way to scheme. And then from that, I would buy uh, the little three pack baseball cards right, with the bubble gum in it. And I would try to nice. sell the baseball cards and I would eat the bubble gum because I wasn't smart enough to chew it. <laughs> All right. And I like, when I say that, I'm like, I failed third grade. I like, I didn't know that was a real thing until I did it. And I was just <laughs> like, I thought they just passed you to late. <laughs> right? So uh, they don't. So everybody that passed third grade, know you accomplished something. All right. Let's so, go. Um, <laughs> All right, let's go. You accomplished something I didn't accomplish. All right. But um, I go through phases of my life. The first phase of my life, I was the villain, mm. right? Like I was the villain in my story. I was causing a lot of havoc and trouble for people. I didn't know how to deal with pain and being brokenhearted or hurt. So I thought as a man, you had to be angry because that made you a man, right? Mm. So I spent like 12 to 20, I was angry. Mm. I lost my brother when I was uh, 10 years old. Uh, he took, he's one of the 22 you heard that served the country that took his own life. Um, I lost a buddy of mine in high school, felt a lot of guilt from that. Lost a mentor of mine in middle school. Um, I lost my pops right after high school. So it was, uh, it was like one thing after another and, and not being able to express that pain made me want, I wanted people to feel it Yeah. because yeah. then I, then I felt like seen, heard and felt, you know, everybody wants those days. If I didn't, I didn't know how to express this. So no one could be like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. So at the end I, I was just, I was getting in trouble. I was in and out of court, uh, being locked up at, by 20 years old. I was facing more time in jail than, um, than I was years old. Um, and I had this crazy one week, um, I found out I was going to have a, a daughter. Um, the I got uh, shot at, right, in a wow. situation that I shouldn't have been part of, right? And I beat the last case I ever had, at least at this point. I hope it's the last case I ever have. But yeah. I beat the last case I ever had in like a week span. And I just was like, you know what? Um, I need to change, right? Like something needs yeah. to give or, yeah. or I'm not going to be around for it. Right. So you think that was like, oh, great job, Mike. Like you, you figured it out. But really what I figured out was to be fake as anything because I didn't know what anything was real. Yeah. Right. So I became all about material. Mm. All right. I wanted to prove everyone I made it. Right. Like all the people that don't like new money. I wanted to rub it in their face that I was it. Right. Yeah. So I bought the big house, the fancy car. I'd like a Cadillac Escalade on spinning rims that were like 24s with six 12 inch subwoofers in the back. Right. All tinted out. 
I wore like matching velour suits with matching Timberlands and a backward Kango hat every day. And I didn't have a friend good enough to tell me I look like the most ridiculous person on earth. So mm. me and those guys barely talk anymore, but <laughs> yeah. um, I was, uh, I made this like fake reality. Yes. Right. Until 2011, mm. one of my best friends took his own life. And uh, that's when my fake reality shattered. And I had to realize like n I was about nothing real. Everything I said I was, I wasn't. I wasn't a man's man. I wasn't there for the people I said I'd be there for. Right. And I kind of like shattered then. I, I broke apart. I didn't know what to do. It's all about taking my own life. I was sitting on Lewis Beach with a gun in my mouth. A picture of my daughter fell on my pocket. And the second time my daughter saved my life and became my life. Right. So I would say when my daughter was born, she saved my life and became my life in a heartbeat. Uh, and she doesn't understand when I say that. I actually mean it. Like she saved my life multiple times. Um, then I kind of went on that discovery. You know, you got to go find yourself. They tell you you're out there somewhere. Yeah. Just go find yeah. you, buddy. Right. <laughs> so like I went looking behind every tree, picked up every rock. Like I couldn't find me. I was like, where am I? Yeah. Right. And uh, I was sitting in like Mobile, Alabama. No offense to Mobile, Alabama. It's a nice spot, I guess. But the Mobile Inn is not a nice spot in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some nice things in Mobile, Alabama. I miss them. All right. So um, I'm sitting there and I started looking at my life. Right. And I was looking at that that guy that was a troublemaker. Yeah. All right. And, and then I figured out I created that person because that's what I thought would serve me, protect me and save me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I, I made this business person because I thought that's what I needed to be. Right. And that's what would be accepted and protected. Right. So it was, it was scary and powerful to realize I was the biggest problem in my life, but I also could create my life the way I wanted. I just had to know what I really wanted. Yeah. And that's what sent me down this journey uh, for Unleash You Now. When Unleash You Now came in, uh, we started in 2011, but it was CMF. In 2017, I realized I wanted nothing named after me, per se, because it wasn't about me. Mm. Right? And it's that, it's that big moment in your life when you realize, like, this doesn't have to be about me. I got nothing, I got nothing left to prove this way. Yeah. I got things to prove with helping people and serving people and, and guiding people, but I don't have to prove it with my name. Because if you're a movement, it can't be about you. Yeah. It has to be about something bigger. And I didn't want a business anymore. I wanted a movement because movements live forever and businesses average, what, two years? Yep. So I definitely didn't want a business that was two years. I wanted something that was a lifetime. Yeah. Um, and, and I was asked a great question, and it was um, it was a basketball coach. Coach Darby asked me this question. He said, um, have you ever made anyone's life easier? And when he asked me the question, I didn't know the answer, right? Yeah. Or I didn't. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. So then after everything happened and I realized what I was going to do or like what I was going to try to do, what my mission was, what my purpose was going to be, I said, every day I'm going to make sure I can answer that question. Yes. I made mm -hmm. someone's life easier today. I have to be able to answer that question every day and it has to be the answer. Yes. So I have to do whatever it takes to do that. Yeah. So we switched it to Unleash You Now and Unleash You Now is really about unleashing your inner greatness and masterpiece. I don't care what you call it. You can call it God, universe, tree, dirt, Valhalla. Like, I don't care. Right. That's not my debate. Um, whatever that is, I don't think they're like, hey, Mike, you're gonna have a you're gonna have an all right life. Hey, Tommy, you're gonna have a great life. Hey, Victor, shitty life, bro. Sorry, right? Like, I don't think that's how it's go. It's not like some lucky lotto system that we're here to create something great or not create something great. Mm -hmm. I think we all have that within us. It's are we willing to step into that and go through the fire to be forged to be able to do it to serve? Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Because when we serve others, the lessons we serve them are hard. Yeah. Right. So we have to go through those lessons to grasp it. Yes. Right, And then when we serve them, we're like, listen, we lived this. We did this. Right. Like we experienced this. We either learned or earned it. Right. Yeah. And now we're going to share it with you. So you don't have to go through all the crap that I went through to get this. 
All right. And so we all have this greatness within us meant to serve. Gifts are meant to be given. We all have gifts that are meant to be given. And it's like the tree story, right? The first best time was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So unleash yourself. So unleash you and now. And that's what we're all about. Our community, our programs, uh, the retreats, masterminds, everything that that you said earlier, courses, everything we do is about unleashing your inner greatness, letting the world see it, create your masterpiece, move the flag further for the next generation to do even better. Wow. The crowd is going crazy. Just saying, like, yeah. Yeah. What What an incredible story, man. Really, there's so, I mean, I mentioned so many lessons in there. Um, You can obviously clearly see the transition and the growth of, and I mean, obviously the pain too that you have experienced in your life to get where you are right now. So I'm sure I'm not the only one that says this. Thank you so much for, you know, making that decision every day to actually make someone's life easier every single day because i'm sure you have helped hundreds if not thousands um by sharing these experiences and it is not easy to put yourself in that spot because it takes vulnerability a lot of it Mm -hmm. and you know we can dig into that in in just a moment i do have a question that that arises from from your story and it is why were you kind of like obsessed with proving other people that you were successful right and and i'm asking this because i think a lot of people to some degree start there right they are Mm -hmm. like hey i want to prove other people i want to show other people that i'm successful instead of why why i don't just focus on myself and in i gotta prove to myself that i am successful right i gotta do those things why that fixation and what have you encountered in the people that you're helping, right? To, to help them move past that. That's a great question. Thank you. All right. And uh, I love when great questions are asked because I have to take a second and be like, how do I answer this thoroughly and properly and not just try to do a sound bite or some BS kind of floating <laughs> top level thing. Yeah. Right. And, and one, I think it's like partly the underdog mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think part of the underdog mentality is to show what we are. Right to prove what we are, to show what we are and be what we are. So I think, and then that goes into the chip on the shoulder, right? So when I was younger, I had a chip on my shoulder, right? I was born without the ability to hear, right? So I didn't learn how to, I didn't learn. I didn't get the ability until I was three years old. I didn't learn it. It wasn't like some skill. It was just the ability, right? And then, so I didn't learn how to talk until I was like five. So I'm starting school with people. They're making complete senses. I'm sitting here trying to sound out A, right? Yeah. So automatically in the bat. Then I failed third grade. Like we talked about in fifth grade, I would have to walk back down the third grade to do reading and writing. Right. Mm. So the whole time that's teaching me, right. That's making me think I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Right. Yeah. I shouldn't be here. Right. Something's wrong with me. So then there's, there's two ways when you get that, they're both the victim look at it, but there's a way where you accept it. You go, Oh my God, I am right. Like, Oh, poor me. Yeah. Right. Or it's that part where it's just like, forget you watch me right it's almost mm-hmm. becomes your fire yeah so for so long that was my fire and i didn't mm-hmm. know it and it just kept adjusting itself in everywhere i would put my attention that energy was still where my attention was going yeah. right so my energy was the same energy level my attention was just shifting so when i was like in when i thought i was like mr street right which is hilarious because i'm like one of the whitest people you ever see right <laughs> with red hair um <laughs> i was like when i thought i was like mr street like i put all my attention there Right. So it was that fire. It was, that's why I only have like seven teeth left. I was, I was getting hit all the time. I thought I was good at fighting. I was just really good at getting beat up. 
right? But I was like, no, we're gonna fight, right? Like, I was, and like, I wish I learned faster then, right? So I would have, still have more teeth. But <laughs> it was, it was all about that that mentality where it was like, I have to show you what I'm worth. Like, you have to recognize what yeah. I am in order for me to be enough to me. Yeah. So even though I made it an outside thing, it was always an inside thing. Yeah. It's like why why I love sports, right? Is because sports is a great equalizer. Mm. You put us on that field or that court, your daddy's money means nothing, yeah. right? Their connections mean nothing. It's going to be me and you, and we're all by by this rule, and we all have the same objective. And we're going to find out who's better. Yeah. Mm. Right. So I always love sports because it was a great equalizer. Like I can, I can, we're going to find out. Me and you, we're going to find who rises higher. Right. And then it comes to the point where it's like when you realize it's an all you thing and it has nothing to do with the people that you're making it about. Yeah. That's when it really starts shifting where you're like, all right, what do I have to address to be able to make this something that serves me and the people around me? That's not detrimental to my stuff for the people around me. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then you can elevate yourself and the people you serve to another level. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love gr growing up. I remember a teacher saying, you know, a lot of times we want to help others, but sometimes we got to help ourselves first. Right. And that just stuck to my mind for the longest time, but I don't think I really understood what it was until my entrepreneurial journey, honestly, mm. right? And mm. a few weeks back, we had Steve Sims in the podcast and he made oh, us man. this, yeah, he's awesome. And, and, and he made us this trick question. He's like, do you think you're selfish, right? And we were like, we don't, we don't think we are, right? And then he's like, do you think it's wrong to be selfish? And mm. we, t we told him, we're like, we don't think it's wrong to be selfish either, right? And he said, a lot of, uh, a lot of the issues that people think they just have to, give it away to other people at first, but they haven't really realized, right? Done that internal work that you're talking about so they can fully serve others. So you need to be selfish at first. And I think you found that moment when you decided I need to do that, right? Instead of mm -hmm. just trying to prove other people what, what I should be, what, what, how I want them to perceive me, right? Mr. Street, I need to be selfish And help me because I really want to, I, I really want to help others, but you probably mm. couldn't help others being Mr. Street, right? You needed right. to find that version that was going to be able to help others. So I, when it comes to that being selfish, I found that there's a lot of internal resistance because now people are thinking, oh man, I'm not actually helping others, right? You're like, it, it's like this, this pool battle that you're like, I'm not helping others. I'm just like focusing on myself. How do you mm. get detached from that resistance? How do you actually work on yourself that so you can actually move on to the next level and put it in, in your words so we can unleash, right? Or self. <laughs> right. So I love that you said that. Literally, when you were said that, I was sharing this and I said selfish to selfless. Right. Nice. It's like you have to be selfish to be able to be selfless with others. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's, uh, I always go, I think some of the older phrases used are some of the best phrases used. So I'm like, why try to recreate something when, yeah. and where I'm really just copying something anyway and recreating. I love when someone changes like three words of a quote and they say it's their quote now. Like, <laughs> Great job. Right. So creative of you. All right. And uh, so it's like, whatever's poured into my cup, whatever I pour into that thing is going to come out. Mm. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's even selective when, before I gained mindset, right? Before I really did that mindset work, that interior work, I had to really be cautious of what music I even listened to. 
Mm. All right, because there is some music. I mean, like Limp Bizkit made me, I thought I was going to break walls, right? Like, it's like, there's some music that made me want to like run through the window, do the the client uh, punch guy, and then just run around out there and be crazy like that's main devil. So I had to really be selective until I had yeah. that mental strength where I was like, this wasn't going to impact this unless mm. I let it, right? So, and that took a long time for me. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, this wasn't a quick fix. Yeah. So it's what we have to understand is we're going to pour into our people's cup. We're going to pour into the people's in our lives cup. Our, our families, right? If we have kids, significant others, our friends, business partners, the people we're trying to serve, our acquaintances, we're pouring into them. What are we pouring into them? So if you really care about the people you serve, well, then you have to be very selective of what you're letting in because that's going to come out, right? So when when personal growth, that's like, a, to me, I say we're all addicts, right? So I'm really not big on the addict term because I think we're all addicts. It's yeah. what's our drug of choice. Right. Some people run like 18 miles a day. Right. Like I think they're nuts. Right. But that's their that's their addiction. Like, that's their drug of choice. Right. Yeah. I run 18 miles in a day. You're going to find me on the side of the road. Right. <laughs> so the, the idea is like, yeah. all right, cool. Like that's their thing. Like personal growth is like my drug of choice. Right. And why yeah. is because I know the more I do that, dive into that and develop, take that in, yeah. I can serve more. Yeah. All right. So so it's really it's like when you understand that you are impacting the people around you just by what you take in and do. And if you really care about the people around you, yeah, uh, take in that equation and see what it equals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Michael, I, I, I love it. Again, it's control your inputs, control your outputs, mm -hmm. right? Like we've mentioned mm -hmm. that a lot in the, in the show previously and with amazing. I stole it from you. I changed two words. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's, that's not our credit, but, it, uh, yeah. but it, it seems to yeah. be a trait, right? Yeah. Like that, that with very successful people. And, and quick parenthesis real quick give credit where credit is due right i mean every single time and it's i don't know why people are so afraid of of doing that but yeah. no, all right close parenthesis close, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i um i want to kind of uh, th this is like another parenthesis uh, but i want to kind of break down what you've shared here today mm -hmm. as far as like the message right because obviously we have the show called contents profit we talk about a lot about publishing about breaking those beliefs to be ourselves, to be able to serve others, right? And uh, I've, I've been sitting down, uh, we're not sitting down, standing today, <laughs> uh, and, and listening to, to your answers. And uh, from the minute number one of the show, you have been completely transparent, you have been completely confident of your story, right? As in what happened, right? A lot of people have a lot of fear when it comes to share their stories, right? And mm -hmm. what you shared... Uh, what was really significant, right? And that's the path that you took and that's the path that led you to where you sit today and is allowing you or to, to serve so many, right? So with your stories, you're inspiring thousands of entrepreneurs that you guys have helped through your products, your courses, you know, your events. And it's incredible. And I want to, you know, highlight that for the listener, for the people watching right now, right? Like inside of your business, are you taking your stories? Are you using it as a superpower, right? Like, Uh, personally, like, I think that's, that's something that personally, I don't feel we've, we've explored that much. And I remember this, uh, this event that we went to PodMax, incredible podcasting event where you network and you do all this stuff. And, uh, we normally are hosts and then we were a guest, right? And then we're like, Hey, let's just show up to the, the, the pre-meeting, the prep meeting. Right. And, uh, our message was always focused about the publishing side of things and the business side of things because that was our market. Those are the people that we were having conversations with. And this was a little bit more general. And I remember like this first mock-up interview that we did, the guy's like, well, that's great. But like, 
where's your your story? Where's your story, man? Like we want to hear about you guys, and uh, and that was like really intense to me yep. uh, because we're like. I've, I lost my footing. Like I'm like, this is not the story that we're used to share, right? And uh, that was a very big lesson. And I want to highlight. And then after that, we start we started to share a little bit more of like where we grew up. We grew up in Venezuela in a third world country, right? Like personally, I was kidnapped. Right? You know, we went through like these crazy situations to be able to get to a place where we can create our own opportunities, which in this case is United States of America, right? And we're really proud to be able to do that, right? So that was like the first moment that I remember like going through the story, and I'm like, man. And then I'm as as am I listening to you, I'm like. Oh, we need to share more of that. Like that's that's incredible. That's so so much power right through the lessons. And then as we're debriefing kind of what you're saying, you know, uh, where your reality got shattered, right? Like nothing named after you. I thought that that was pretty powerful too. We're like, I want to create a legacy, right? Like how can we add value? It's not just me. It's like the team, the community, the everything else, the, the underdog mentality, right? And then sel- being selfish, right? All this stuff is connected to your own experience. So through that, you're in, you're in, providing incredible value and incredible lessons that now you're able to apply through everything that you offer. So that was like, as I was sitting here in silence, that was what was going through my head. I'm like, whoa, everything is connected. So the the lesson here for the people trying to publish and trying to get their message out there is literally take notes on how you share your story and be like, how can I apply that today to serve my audience, to serve my clients, to serve my community to serve my family because I feel it's very powerful and people are connecting um, yeah. with you at that level. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely curious to see how was your evolution on sharing your message, right? Like, how did it feel the first time that you did it to now? Scariest, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm trying not to curse on your show anymore, but uh, <laughs> scariest to be um, intimidating, right? Uh, it was that fear of We'll, we'll, so it's all those things we worry about, right? Will it be accepted? Will mm. I be judged for it? And here's the thing. I am going to be judged for it. Mm. Yeah. Right? And here's the thing. Some are not going to accept me. And it was really coming to that where it was like, it. it's like the, what we what we tell our people. It's like the first, you got to know who you serve. The second, you got to know who you don't. Mm. Right? Like there's people that we don't want to be involved in some of our stuff. Yeah. And so because we don't align. Like our, our core isn't the same. Like, what we're what we're striving for because if you're not about impact at all if you're just about money i'm not your guy yeah right it's cool i've been there good job right like you're gonna get some really cool shit right like good luck right do your thing enjoy it but uh material i I made the post today i quoted a nipsey hustle line where he said uh material is an illusion yeah all right so it's it's don't fall don't be don't be in love with an illusion yeah because that's when bad things really happen And then it was understanding that our story, right? That's all we got, right? Like that, you said it, that's your superpower, right? Because that's yours and yours alone, Yeah. right? Like no one went through what you went through, feeling what you felt, the way you felt it at the time in which you went through it, right? That was all you. Yeah. So there's a couple of things I think we need to do in this space. And especially uh, like, Like, like you guys, you guys are crushing the area, right? You guys are crushing the space. Thank you. I'm trying to catch up. But <laughs> the uh, when when you're doing that, it's like there's a lot of people doing that Instagram lifestyle, and they mm-hmm. do the Instagram poses, right? And they do the they do the I'm in a jet, right? Look at this <laughs> jet I own, right? Yeah. And they're like, 
look at this Lamborghini I own and look at this mansion I own. And it's like, and cool. And, that's all, and right? they look 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm the greatest life coach. I'm 19 years old. Um, the uh, I'm like, like 19, if I was your life coach, we would both be in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally and figuratively. But um, the, the idea is like, we are too accustomed to sharing success and not the crap that we went through to get to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of times because someone said this, it's a, listen, and I love what you said, parentheses, give credit where credit's due. Literally most of the time before I start speaking, I'm like, someone probably said this at another time yeah. and probably said it better. Just so we know there's no original, <laughs> everybody's coming off of somebody else's and it's fine. That's good. That's how we move the flag further. Absolutely. But we just have to, Right. Let's not pretend like yeah. it's like the guy that's like, oh, Bitmoji. And I was like, oh, like the thing you create. They're like, no, ideal client. I'm like, why don't you just say that? Right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you made me think I was creating something on my phone. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> right. But it's the more we can share that parts, the hurt parts, the failure parts. Right. The, those those tough, tough parts, the scars we have. Yeah. The broken heart that makes other people that are going through those parts. No, that's part of the process. That's part of the journey. That's part of it. You just got to keep going. Just don't yeah. stop. Because then if you stop, it's worthless. Yeah. If you keep going, it could be worth it. Right? Because there's no such thing as fair. Fair is just this thing we create. Mm -hmm. Right? We're like, no, the way he looked at me wasn't fair. It's like, what? <laughs> but it's, um, so it's not about if it's fair. It's about if it's worth it. And yeah. only you control that by if you keep going to make the worth of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. And you just mentioned stopping, stopping makes things worthless, right? And we live in, you just mentioned, right, this society where it's like we're just accustomed to sharing the successes. It's right now literally it's like all about those quick wins, right? And you hear all the time, it's like, oh, that overnight success. Uh, and people don't see the what goes under that, right? It's like, hey, that person spent eight years creating content that nobody saw. Yeah, they, this reminds be, me. Before they, they created this audience, right? Yeah, before you continue, like this, like what you just said, we literally just hop off a call uh, with this incredible person, right? But they had a reference that I think is very wrong for the type of business that she wanted to build or the type of publishing that she wanted to build, right? And it's like, hey, my kids, like, consume like they're publishing on youtube and they have a show they just started right like less than a year ago and my kids they they see this guy mr beast and i don't know if you're familiar with mr beast but uh this guy is the fastest the growth like bigger youtuber in the world right now right yeah. uh side businesses they they launch an app with like 300,000 people using it at the same time during this like finger on an app is called and it's like how do i get there like how do i like how do we monetize like this guy? This guy's making millions of dollars off of what they do and they give away houses and they, they do a lot of good deeds, right? And I'm like, well, the first thing that we got to understand is that these guys have been publishing for 10 years, three videos a week. And it's not just like a live show that is not edited. This thing is like a production, right? Like they, they started very like frictionless, very basic, but it has evolved into this incredible machine, right? So sometimes we have those references and, and we got to measure ourselves. Like where is our capacity? What are our resources? Like wh what can I execute today? So like Fonzie was saying that quick path to those wins, right? Like we have to kind of reframe our brain to, the wins that we can actually get today. Not like, am I going to get like a million subscribers in two months? That's probably very, very hard. I think the fastest person has been what, Eric, in a year? 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But uh, but that's for an entrepreneur, right? That that can yeah. be really challenging if we don't have the resources, the teams, and even the knowledge, right? Or mentally, right? If we're prepared to get to that point, right? Because there's a lot of personal growth. So I just wanted to get like that little parenthesis, like what is like our capacity? Like what what's our reference, right? Inside of us. And I feel like you always go back to your theme of serving, serving my people, serving. It's not about me, right? It's not about my name. It's about my customers. What are they winning? How are we, how are we filling their cup, right? To make sure that that gets moving forward. So again, everybody publishing, right? Today, reassess like what are, where are we like what is really our objective right it's not about being on the plane with the selfie right uh it's about really serving our our customers our community that that's a pretty long parenthesis right there close parenthesis <laughs> <laughs> we got we got the crowd cheering oh, okay thank you crowd. Right. thank you <laughs> no, no. i uh, love it I, I love the parenthesis here thank uh, you <laughs> yeah, it was more like a uh uh was it a, a new paragraph yeah no it's definitely a whole new paragraph <laughs> in there michael where i was going with this question is people got this you know dopamine society quick win they just want to get things quick so they don't stay consistent with the things that they need to do, right? They might try it, dabble it here, and then it's like, no, it doesn't work. They didn't give me the results I I was dreaming of. Let me move on mm -hmm. to the next thing. So mm -hmm. going off of your stopping makes things uh, worthless, which I agree 100%, how do you get people to stay committed for the long run, right? Because, right. and, and I want to frame this, I want to use the New Year's resolution where people are like, I'm, they put this goal super high, right? And they're like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. going to lose... I don't know how much right then they just start going at it for like two weeks and then it's like, okay, I'm done. Let me just munch on my chips. Right. So instead of, okay, let me boil that big goal into actionable steps and then celebrate. Like my brother was saying, those celebrate those little wins, but there has to be some work inside, some mental work in there that they need to transition that perspective from, I'm going to get my quick win to how do I stay consistent doing these things? And, kind of like enjoying the process, right? It feels like people don't right. enjoy the process anymore. They they don't want, they want to jump the process and just get to the destination. So how do we get people in that mindset? Right, that's a great question. You said a lot of the answers in the question. So I was like, thank you. <laughs> you give me hints. One time my dad got pulled over. Well, he said, he told the story. He got pulled over. He was like, he, back in the day, drinking and driving was a lot different than it is now. All right, and he got pulled over and he couldn't remember. The guy was, he was doing a, uh, the cop pulled him over and started questioning him about being drunk or not. And yeah. he was like, he was like, say the alphabet. And my dad was like, I, I could not think of the alphabet. And the wow. guy said, Edgar C. Faber, because that was his name, Edgar Charles Faber. So it's Edgar C. Faber. And he was like, the cop gave me a C. He gave me a hint. So it was like, C, A, B, C. <laughs> and then he started, he was like, if that cop never said that, I was done for. <laughs> but um, it's all about, I love how you said reframing it, right? Because it's all about reframing it. So uh, Simon Sinek says something that's absolutely true. We all we all see the mountaintop and we all want that, mm -hmm. right? Like we all want to be at the top of Mount Everest, but very few want to climb Mount Everest, yep. right? So it's understanding one, uh, you walked right into our, this is like our, create the dream life course, right? So mm. it's first, it's, yeah, you have to know where you want to finish, right? Your finish lines. Here's the funny thing about finish lines. And you guys are experiencing this, I'm sure as well. It's that when you start climbing that mountain, you get higher and you see other mountains and you're like, no, I want to climb that one now. Mm. Right. Because I'm like, no, we could do something bigger and better. Right. When I first started, I wanted to impact one person. I literally went to a, like a diner. This dude was sitting by himself at the counter. I ran up to him and was like, Hey, I can help you. What's your biggest problem? 
And the guy turned to me and said, you. And I was like, all right. And I just walked away. I was like, I helped somebody. Check. There we Success. go. <laughs> <laughs> Already a win, right? So yes. I was just like, all right, maybe this isn't how I'm supposed to do this, right? Yeah. So um, it, it's that idea like you you know where you want to get to. And then the second part is like knowing where you are, mm. right? Because one, like you want to be a millionaire, but if you only have a dollar, or like get to $10, yeah. right? Yeah. Or five, wherever you want to, however you want to make it. So it's like yeah. knowing your mountaintop is huge and your mountaintop is going to keep adjusting. That's fine. That's good. But we got to have one to start. Yeah. And we got to know where we are, right? And we can do this in every facet of life, like your relationships with your significant other. What kind of relationship do you want? What's your mountaintop? Where are you currently? Now you know your race, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. here's the difference. We can't just look at those two spots and say this is failure or success. Because that's silly. Mm. Right, because then we, if we can't manage, manage, we can't measure it. We can't manage it. All right, so we have to be able to make some things that we can measure along the journey. Mm. All right, so it's what uh, he said was exactly right. Achievement stones. All right, and and both of you guys were so spot on with what you were saying. I was almost like, I don't have to answer this. You guys did, and it's going to just sound like I said your your <laughs> question back to you and answer for him. All right, because it's like one celebrate. We celebrate every like I we've been lucky to see some success. I always love what you guys say, like the overnight success. I'm like, yeah, it's only 10 years, right? Like we're almost <laughs> on year 11. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, uh, we just, we just Congrats. didn't stop with all the ass whoopings we took. Right. Like yeah. it's, so it was like someone literally three days ago was like, where'd you come from? I'm like, brother, man, I've been doing this for like 10, 11 years. Right. Like, yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, think, how, how much time uh, do you got? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to get whites in my beard. Like I've been doing this a minute. And, uh, and all it means is that we were we're not willing to stop, right? Because like yeah. you said, if you stop, it's worthless. So celebrate the achievement stones, not just that ultimate journey you're looking for, right? But the achievement stones. So let's celebrate getting $10, $50, $100, right? $500, $1,000, right? So you create these achievement stones along the way where you know you're making progress because we're human beings. We desire progress, yeah. right? Like when why do we get frustrated when we feel like we're not making progress? Yeah. Talked about the guy losing weight. You start a diet. Oh my God, you lose like 10 pounds quick. You're like, boom, I'm going to be in my beach body in two more weeks. Yeah. Right. And then that weight is gone and that other weight does not move for like six months. Yeah. Right. So it's that six months of where you don't see progress. That's where you start struggling and going, damn, I'll just eat the chips. Right. So it's like you have to stay because you know, yeah, you're not going to see it today. It's like brushing your teeth today won't make your teeth white, mm -hmm. but doing it multiple times yeah. daily, regularly. Right. Going to the gym is going to make me like bulk today yep. all right but eating the donuts is going to make me bulk in the wrong way <laughs> in right? a different part of your body <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna i'm gonna get growth not the kind i want yeah right yeah bigger pants so all right <laughs> not the good kind of pants, right? <laughs> um, the, right so uh, i was gonna say i was like if that's the case i'm eating some donuts yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but uh. it's like so those achievement stones and then like what's the step like take a step what's the step mm -hmm. towards that direction what's one mm -hmm. actionable thing you can do today i guess that hey not buying lunch out right i saved ten dollars cool there you go right like whatever it is that next to then you can start getting yourself progress and seeing that because we all know about the science of momentum and how progress yeah. is a huge part of that thing right so it, it's being able to understand going through that journey those little steps uh and the second part of that the the thing that i don't think we talk about most is that every goal we have that's a logical goal is for an emotional thing mm -hmm. right so if like one of the greatest uh one of the greatest like activities to do is the one, two, three, Bruce Schneider, where it's like, what's the goal you have that you, is very meaningful for you to complete? Number two is what feeling would you get when you complete that goal? Number three is a time frame in which to complete that goal by. 
what mm. what you tell me at the end of you doing that exercise is your goal is really number two. You want that feeling. Mm-hmm. Now the problem is we're logical beings, right? So then we want this feeling, and that sounds ridiculous to us. Like we just want to feel like accomplished. What do you mean, right? So it's so we go. All right, brain. This is our logical computer of our body. How yep. can I make this make sense so I don't sound like a lunatic when I tell someone this is what I want to do? Yeah. All right. And it's like, oh, I just uh, I want to buy a house because I feel accomplished, right? All right. Uh, all right. Well, now the problem is our logical brain now limited us. So we think the only way we can get that feeling is by accomplishing that goal. Mm. Not understanding that there's probably a hundred ways we can feel accomplished daily, weekly, monthly, right? Quarterly, an- like annually. Yeah. We can do this a million times, but our brain is so focused on that one thing, we're missing all these other options. Now, what is your what are you like getting that feeling you desire a hundred more times? What kind of life is that? What kind of relationships are you gonna be? What kind of person are you gonna be for the people you care about? You're going to be better because you're going to feel better. Your energy is going to be higher. Your vibration is going to be higher. Yeah. Right. So if we can get away from that one thing is our thing and the island that we want to get to is that feeling. And then how many vessels can we take to that island? Our life, us as people, the people we serve, everything around us is better. Yeah. Wow. Michael, Michael, you just want to say that you're just dropping some knowledge bomb here. So many what we call golden boulders that I ran out of ink in my pen right now. <laughs> Success. That was my objective when I started. Success. Hey, but but I, I love this talk, right? And yeah. You know, I'm going to relate this to a little bit of the content that we produced when Perfect. we started and we wanted to have this, this podcast, right? We actually tried about two years ago to have our own podcast. We call the Bruce and Bros at the moment, right? We were, I, I, I'm actually glad it didn't work out because we would be like alcoholics at this point. Alcoholics, yeah, we're doing this three times a week, you know, and then it, it, it would have been rough. Yeah, but beer over the computers. The like, issue was yeah. we were looking at that big macro picture, right? And we were trying to operate all the way over there, never feeling fulfilled because guess what? We were never accomplished any single episode like we just put so much friction in the entire process we had the light we had like two different cameras that they as dslrs for those that know a little bit about videography they have timers they have 20 minute timers <laughs> uh, most dslrs so after 20 minutes one of us would have to get up and press the record button again so imagine now after recording everything we would have to edit like six different files Um, not only that, when we were speaking, if we would make a mistake, it's like, oh no, let's start all over again from the very beginning. So it just became so challenging yeah. because we were just focused on this big thing instead <laughs> of let's work on the first episode, right? And just get it out and celebrate that, get that momentum and move on to the next thing. And then we started what we call the 45 Live, which is a challenge that we personally did so we could, you know, remove all these false beliefs about publishing and we could actually go out there and share our message right and the the framework that we created for self we called it the minimum viable content is what is the minimum amount of effort that i can put to get the maximum amount of result and the whole idea was to get those wins those consistent wins for us that look going live on facebook every single day for 45 days in a row it It is very frictionless. Nice. Doesn't take too long to <laughs> press the live button, right? So for us, we started celebrating like, oh, we did it. One day, two days, three days. Day 17, we got a business deal out of it. Somebody was watching unexpectedly. They were like, hey, we want to work with you guys. That was the biggest contract for us at the moment that yeah. changed everything. And we're like, oh, massive win. We celebrated. So 
fast forward, we've actually talked about this a little bit, is kind of like creating this book, this, this is a book idea about the minimum viable life, right? <laughs> and I think what you were sharing, and, and by minimum viable life, I'm not talking about being lazy so we can get the maximum about, of results, <laughs> but I'm relating it to what is all this friction in our life that we can remove so we can actually make, you know, take those little steps that you're talking about, right? So we can actually have those little wins, those progressions along the journey and then develop those habits that are going to lead us to success. So I love what you're talking about because I feel like it's, it, it sounds cliche, right? Is that all saying that it's, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey? And I feel people have forgotten about that journey, right? They have forgotten about how awesome it actually is to share your message, to build relationships instead of, let me have a million subscribers, right? Actually, we were, we were talking to Adam Scheibel. I don't know if you, if you met him yet. Uh, he's amazing. He has the podcast business school. And he was talking about, you know how awesome it is to have a small audience Because every person that comes in, you can give them the personal treat. You can send them a message, talk to them. Imagine if you have a million people. You cannot do that, right? Like, it's going to be extremely challenging. So enjoy that process, right? And, and again, we keep going back to reframing these issues for, for people. How do they do that? How do they get in that mindset? I, I think it takes a lot of discipline, right? Mm -hmm. How, Can we dive a little bit into that? Because it takes a lot of discipline to consistently create content as well, right? So how do right. how do people get into that discipline? And I'm asking this very selfishly because I'm trying to go to sleep early every single day, <laughs> just so you know. How, how do I'm the worst person for that. <laughs> but but you're one of the best to to build that discipline, right? That is going to change your yeah. life for the better. So how do we do this? How do we start tapping in, in, into that? Okay, there's, there's so many different ways to go here. That was a great question. You're getting me on these questions. <laughs> um, the, uh, so first I would say everything's how we, how our perspective of it, right? How do we view this, right? So I think all too often we think we achieve goals rather than grow to goals, right? We grow, we have to come. Right now, I'm not the person that can have a million followers, mm. right? So it's like, rather than saying, how can I get a million followers? How can I be the person that's worthy to serve a million people as my followers on my page, right? Like right now, do you see my posts, right? Like, uh, most of my posts, people think I'm trying to fight somebody. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm going to be on Worldstar tomorrow. No, um, the, uh, but so the idea is like, it's, it's, I've become that person. That's the journey is me yeah. going through that, you know, climbing those obstacles, learning those skills, right? Gaining that information, gaining that knowledge and being able to then articulate in a way that people resonate with and can actually serve them. Yeah. Right. Everybody wants a million followers, but they don't know how they'll serve a million people. Right. Like, listen, our, our number on the wall is a billion people. We want to impact a billion people before I go. Mm -hmm. All right. So I, that's a lot of freaking people. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I gotta, I gotta become the man that can do that. So one, it's becoming the thing that can do the thing. We always see the thing and we think, Oh, I can just do that. Yeah. Right. It's like when we watch sports and they're like, Oh, why didn't he just do this? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really easy from here. But when you play the sport, it's a lot harder, mm -hmm. right, in, in real-time game time, right? Yeah. So I, I, think that's, I think that's one of the things is, is, is making sure we understand our job in this isn't the, isn't the ending. Our job is to become the person that can get the ending. Yeah, wow. Right? And that should be our focus, right? Then, and, th and then the other thing is what are we about? And when I say that, it's like what's your mission? Mm. 
And, and when I, when I talk to people about their mission, it's a lot about movements, normally a mission based, right? There's a, there's a, there's a thing you're trying to get to or a life you're trying to show. And then there's like this new area that we all can be right. Yeah. And it's every day we're going to find your commitment to your, to your mission, right? Like by every decision you make, right? So it's like, if you're like, yeah, I'm trying to go to sleep early because I think that'll better serve my people, but I'm not doing it. Well, then I say, how committed are you? Because mm-hmm. your commitments in your choices. Yeah. Right. Your dedications and your choices, your decisions. So when when we're saying that, it's like, what's our mission about? Now, me, I'm a I'm a late dude, so I'm gonna be up late. All right. So <laughs> I, I normally show up late. Clearly, you guys know I'm two days late. <laughs> right. And then uh, and then um, and then uh, um, but I also wake up early, so it's really weird. Um, mm. So, but not like that four thirty club. I, I don't do that. <laughs> like that. That's the kind of torture I'm not ready for. That's not going to help our mission. Yeah. <laughs> Probably upset with somebody. Hey, talk about clarity, right? Yeah. On who you are. That's yeah. awesome. Right. <laughs> right. But it's all about like, uh, I don't see like, if you're up at 4.30 or up at 1.30, if you're serving your people, you're serving your people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I always got confused with people that argue like you have to be up at 3.30. I'm like, yeah. why? So you can, like, you can not serve people after 8 a.m. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, listen, when I'm up at 3 a.m., very few people are up with me. Um, So it's really like, what are you really, what are you really doing this for and about? And when you know that every decision you make, listen, there's one, you're on a street, you're getting closer, you're getting farther away. Mm -hmm. Because I don't believe like, if you make the same choice, you're gonna be in the same position. I'm not a guy that subscribes to that. If you keep eating, if you make the choice to eat that donut every day, you're not the same weight. You are heavier, right? Mm -hmm. You are more out of shape. Your body's worse off. Right. So it's like if I make those decisions every day, I'm not staying in that same spot. I'm getting worse. So it's every now you're not going to make we're human. We're not going to make every decision that best serves everything. Right. Like that's ridiculous. Let's let's be realistic with one another. And also, I don't think if you did, it would really best serve you because sometimes you got to take a break. Like sometimes you got to like look at a a wall. Right. Like sometimes you got to watch grass grow. Right. Like maybe not necessarily (laughs) that, but you have to do something that's like that's just chill for you right like turn this thing off for if you guys are anything like me my brain is like (laughs) all the time yeah right so i'm like yo there has to be moments where i turn this thing off or i'm gonna be like in the corner headbutting the wall yeah right so the the idea is like one how are we becoming what we need to become for it what's our mission what gets us closer to it how can i make more of those choices every day so I know I got closer every day. I would say that's like you get one percent better every day. You're three hundred sixty-five percent better that year. Mm. That's small. Thing. Like that's when people yeah. are like, no, that's too small. I'm like, no, listen, like three hundred sixty-five percent better that year by going one percent better every day. Like, yeah. stop trying to have the million followers today and do something that you know you can get one follower from or ten yeah. followers. Because think if you increase that one percent more every day, your one percent is greater every day because you're increasing it every Absolutely. day. Right? That's some real nerd yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah you tell them it get the you, you you tell them like hey people get excited for a 10% growth in their portfolio in a year, in a year right imagine right. growing 300% right just 1% better every day yep. so it's a, it's my thing is like everything's overwhelming when we look at the whole picture but the puzzle is not when we look at one piece yeah so let's that 1% let's look at that one thing and what area you're trying to grow in that and then let's focus on doing those so we don't get that overwhelm that's what makes us stop Right. Like let's our big thing is how can we take away the things that make people stop or hesitate or lose the ability, the focus of going or the desire? How yeah. can we do that? And the more we can do that for our people, the more likely they are to get where they want to get. to. So good, man. I love it. I, I, yeah, I, I think this is a, a great transition. You know, we have 
Oh man, I wish we had more time. And this is gonna be a part two for sure at some point, because uh, you guys have this incredible event coming up. We'll be chatting in a second. But for those listening and and watching right now, what is that one action point, right? Like to start getting that momentum, those wins. And I feel like the whole episode is a, is a masterclass on how to do this, right? But like, let's let's see somebody that's starting to publish, somebody that's building a business right now that it, it, they're building the team, that they're they're be building their capacity, they're increasing their resources, as in they're working on their sales, on their servitude to their audience and the, and their customers. Like, what is that one thing, that action point that they can do today to continue to move forward? Oh, that's a good question. So you, you, uh, that's a good question because you, you put where they are, right? A position. So like my first thing is I always, your messaging is key. Because hmm. if your message, if your messaging isn't clear, like people always think your brand is a cool logo, right? Like I'm like, no, that's a brand identifier, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have to really know terms here, right? Like this is a brand identifier. If this was yeah. the coolest part of us, we'd suck. Yeah. Right, like no offense to the person who created the logo. Right, I don't want them getting all pissy with me. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> just made fun of the logo. Right, like no, I bleed the blue and green. Like that's that's what I'm about. But if that's yeah. what if that's if this was our best part of our business, we don't have a business on. Yeah. Right. So it's our messaging. I, I always go to your messaging, and when you when it's like that's a real like bland answer. So I'm gonna sit dissect it a little bit. Your who, like who do you serve? Mm -hmm. Right, like who's your who's your ideal client? Like who do you serve? And not so much the demographics, but more the psychographics. Yeah, you're, you're a bimoji, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> I, I was like, what's that? Your ideal client? Like, oh shit, man! You just said that. I, yes, I, we have that. Right? Because they're like, do you have a bitmoji? I was like, no. Like, I have to create that. Like, that's helping. Yeah. And they're like, you don't have an ideal client. I'm like, no, shit. Yeah, I got that. Like, that's a bitmoji. Like, I don't think so. My daughter has a bitmoji. She does not have an ideal client. Yeah. Right? If she does, she's losing the phone today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like, uh, so I was, I was lost. But it's, it's the idea. Like, who are you truly serving? Yep. Uh, psychographics over demographics. Do people in the niche space right now? There's so much about like you serve 35 year old restaurant managers of Italian descent. I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> right? Like what's the fears? What's the desires? Like what makes them stay up yes. at night? What makes them, what makes them get up in the morning? What makes them stay in bed or get out of bed? Like those are the things we really need to know to be able to communicate with your people. And then like, what, what problem do you solve? And what issue do you fix? There are two different things. You can have both. You can have one. It's it, but they're different things. And then that's the above service under the surface. What feeling? Is your person in what feeling do they get when they sign with you and what feeling do they get when they're done with you right like how are you walking through them that journey so they know the journey that they know they even want to take on it yeah right if i'm like hey guys take a trip with me you like we're like oh i don't know right you guys be like no right like it's like you have yeah. to know the trip you're come on and then understanding this is the new catch one that people love to say because like russell brunson says this and now everybody says it right um and it's uh the status in which you change but people think status change they're like hey, they wants the rolly in the big house Right. Like that might not be the status they care about. It's understanding the status they care about in the community in which they care that they're in. Right. Hippies yes. gave up all the cool stuff, the cool stuff, all the big price stuff. Right. Yeah. They gave away Mercedes to get a punch buggy. Everybody outside thought that person went broke. Right. Everybody inside, they became the coolest in the group. They're like, yeah. oh my God, that was panel fan. You're the coolest dude here. Right. Like yeah. everybody outside's like creeper. Right. Like so it's like <laughs> it, it's it's all uh, it's yeah. all like it, we have to know the community in which they care about. And then you go into where, where are your people? Dude, one of the biggest waste of time and money in my life when I started a business was doing everything everybody told me I had to do to be legit in business, right? And none of it was get results for your people, yeah. right? It was like, you need this website, you need this logo, get this cool little jingle, right? And I'm like, I have to do a jingle? Like I suck at singing, right? Like I don't have a singing voice, <laughs> I can't do it. 
I, I forget words all the time. Like I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Right? And it was like, so I was so focused on all this BS, right? Like getting a cool yeah. logo, right? Like it was, and it, it wasn't what really does it. Yeah. Right. So you build a website, you're going to have four people come to your website. You're going to be depressed. Right. That was my life for like four years. Right? Oh, I was just like, yeah. why can't I get more people on my website? Right? <laughs> and it was because there's this beacon in the middle of nowhere. No one knows it's there. Exactly. Right. So it's like, where are your people that you can communicate with, align with, right? Resonate with, build a connection with, then they go, right? It's that journey that we don't want to do of really building customers. You, you don't, an amateur's, uh, Dan Kennedy, an amateur is worried about the first sale, mm-hmm. right? Like we can't be worried about that. We're worried about building a relationship with our people. We have people that literally walk through our value steps. It's not a ladder. If it looks like steps, that's called steps, right? Um, because everybody's like value ladder. I'm like, I don't know about your ladders. My ladders go like this, right? So it's value steps. And we walk them through a free to small buy-in to bigger buy-in to 10 K to 25 K. We walk them through those steps because we build that relationship. We yeah. show them we have value to offer. We show we can get some results or we can guide them to them. And then, and they're like, yeah, I want to be part of this. You help. Right. Yeah. And if I would be so stupid, if I was like, no, but thank God we got them on that $27 item. Right. Which really just gave them a little different framework appearance. Yeah. Right. Just gave them a different perspective and then yeah. didn't really get them to the result they wanted. Yeah. So it would be fool's gold. It'd love be like, it. you know, selling someone crack, but it was really candy. Yeah. Love it. And and thank you, Michael, for dissecting it. Right. Like yeah. you, you literally did like this amazing step by step. Uh, I, I, I might have been the worst example. I, no, ever that... I apologize. I'm, I'm glad you guys really skipped right over that. The people around me were like. <laughs> I, like, I know that was bad. No, that was that was perfect. And uh, I, I love when people go in because you you name the step by step, right? And uh, I and here's here's what I see too. I see your passion, man. Like at this, you've been doing it for a while. I we know you care. Like it's it's incredible, right? And when we talk, it's crazy because well, you know when we talk about content, like we get like that heated, and we're like, oh, you know, on this framework, on that other, and this is the first thing on capacity and re- and, and and people yeah. are like, whoa, guys, you're really passionate. I'm like, yeah, because you know this has changed your life, right? And it's changing so many others, right? And it's and I, and I love it, right? And the, and this is this is what it is, right? So for you listening, right? Like, do you feel like that about your thing? Do you feel like that about your community? Do you feel like that about your steps? So your Value steps. I love value steps. Um, yeah. We might have to, to switch our terminology here. Um, so, but and, and so we'll, we'll get credit. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get, get credit. credit. Yes. So, so same thing, man. I just want to say thank you because yep. you know, on top of the value, on top of the step by step, on top of the action point, you're bringing that passion, man, and that's that's why people are with you. That's why people are with your business and your community, and your and that's why your team is with you. I'm assuming, right? So, um, I just want to say thank you. So, uh, for the people around you, uh, we loved it. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so obviously you've been doing this for quite a while, now, right? Like you, you, eleven years, day or two. Uh, day or two. Um, so. You said that you're recently investing your first, you know, uh, ad campaign for X reason. Mm-hmm. But the question that I really want to ask, like publishing comes in many ways, right? And and uh, you guys are present, right? You guys are where your people is. You guys are creating these conversations, right? So on the publishing in general, like where will you be if you did not publish? Oh, God, nowhere. But our big z- z- zero, we wouldn't be anywhere. Our, our big thing, and that's an honest answer, like, um, one art clearly, if we're doing our first actually video for ad campaign, our first ad campaign, we've done everything organically, 
all right? And it's been just making sure our message was to our people, right? And the only reason why we're even looking at an campaign now is because now we have so many things that we're responsible for for our people because we have so many more people coming in that it's like, I can't do lead gen, you know, three fourths of the day and still be able to serve the people we have already in. So I'm like, yo, it's like something's got to give here, yeah. right? And th- this was this was what I had to give. So I'm not, I'm like the most anti-ad guy, all right? Just because I'm like, people think the ad is scaling right mm. and i'm sorry i went way off on the topic on the show. i don't know you would love it language right? it's the same language we're good <laughs> nice so scaling scaling is a symptom not a cause mm. but most people think scaling is a cause i'm like no like if you aren't selling what you're selling organically you're not going to really sell it ad wise mm-hmm. right like you have to be able to construct a message and offer right the connector the bridge the story whatever you want to call it to get people through the journey and make them hit that buy button organically. Someone called it the lunchroom test. And I love that. They're like, go to a mall, stand on the table in the middle of the food court, scream your shit. If no one buys, go back and try again. Like go back and learn. Yeah. All right. Now I got arrested when I tried that. So I wouldn't recommend doing it, <laughs> but like it's, it was a real option. And it was, but they, what they were saying was like, if you, if you can't sell this thing organically, you can't, you're going to lose money trying to run ads to it. And how many people have we both know have run ads and lost their ass because it wasn't ready for that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't at the point where it, you could back it with money and make money. And most people, and, and we know in the business on the front end of ads, if you break even, it's all right. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. right. If you even break even, cause in the back end you can crush it. Right. So yep. it's like the front end, you, you want to break even, but there's people that lose 30, 40, 50,000 on the front end. I'm like, you, that's a, that's a big chunk just for an ad. Yeah. Right. Like, no, I lost 60. We lost 60 at a conference a couple of years back hosting one. And that was just like, never again. Right. And they're like, no, but the back end, we're going to make so much more. I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, yeah. like we weren't talking about the back end. We were talking about this front end. We got to be smarter with the front end. Yeah. So then it's less damage because you take, you take a, there's, there's a lot of businesses right now that take a $50,000 hit and they're out Yep. game ball game over. Right. So it's uh, my thing is always protecting your business and your movement. And by that, you're protecting the people you serve. So if you can't do something organically, you can't do it ad wise. Our organic presence was all content. Yeah. Right. Video, audio form, still graphic video, like uh, still graphic meme form. Right. Like there's there's a million ways that you can make content and there's yeah. a different breaking people's pattern. Right. We call it we teach the break stick method. We want to break every single person's pattern. Right. Because yeah. we want even if you're not our guy, we still want you to see us. Yeah. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Because if you ever become our guy, you'll already have brand recognition with me to think, oh, man, these are the people I should talk to. Right. So we want to break everyone and then we want to stick the people that are our people and ready to be our people. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's through header. Right. First couple lines of copy, things of that nature. So if we weren't doing that, man, you wouldn't you wouldn't know like this. We wouldn't I wouldn't be I definitely wouldn't be on your show like. I'd be asking you how to do it. Yeah. All right. So if you're not curating why I think you guys are so on to something so huge, if you're not creating content regularly, all right, you're falling further, further behind in a game where now there's masses in the space. Right? Like 10 years ago, I was just like, oh, it's gonna be easy. There's like no one in the space. Yeah. Right. And then in 10 years, it's like millions of people are doing this now. Yeah. All right. So if you're not being seen, heard, and felt daily, mm. uh, you have a problem. It's probably not good. Thank you, Michael. Hey, yeah, Appreciate thank it. you. Appreciate awesome, that answer. Awesome symptom. Awesome symptom. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Ooh. it, man. Oh, no. uh, very powerful. Uh, 
I mean, we 100% agree <laughs> with everything that you said, right? It took us a while to, to figure it out, right? And this is why we're so passionate to to help others get there, right? Like, and we're like, how do we multiply those points of contact? How do we build trust? How do we create conversations, right? To find out really if even what we do is what they really want, right? Or, yep. or need, mm -hmm. right? And uh, those conversations, those pieces of content, th those interactions is what's gonna get us there, right? Um, right I, I appreciate you, man. Today was awesome. incredible. Let's chat a little bit to close out the show about your events. Sure. You yes. guys are planning this incredible events Uh, coming up for your community, for your people, and hopefully somebody listening and watching today can take action and join your community because truly today has been a, a, an incredible experience. So uh, where can we find you? What are these events about? And where can they go to, to go sign up? Right. I'm going to do the uh, classic server mentality right now, right? I'm going to say, I'm gonna, yes, I'm going to answer that question, but, yeah. but there's always a but. But how on point you guys are about what you're saying and doing, right? Like this is a testimony to you guys. You guys did not pay me for this at all, right? All right, like uh, at you guys, this is on point on what you're saying. The to get a seven-figure business, it is hustle, right? It it to seven figures is hustle. After seven figures, it changes. It sucks because it took me multiple times of losing seven figures to figure out that I had to stop and adjust. Like this was a different game when you hit a certain point. But to be to hit seven figures, it's hustle. Right. And you hustle by just creating content. Oh, you get your message heard over and over and talking to the person through their journey. They're in the painter problem. They're running from the three P's pain problems are past. They're running towards three D's dream, dreams, desires or destinations or in the, they're in the state. One, right. And if you can communicate with people along that line over and over and over and over again, understand that you can serve them, whatever step of the line they are. That's how you build people in your community, your clients, your customers, whatever you call them. Right. You call them family. So it's, that's how you build it. If you're not doing that, I hope you have a really big backer because it's mm -hmm. going to take a lot of that in order for you to make up from the hustle. Yeah. Right. And you guys are teaching the, the hustle part to seven figures easy. And then after that, it's still that, but then other people help you do it. It's learning, it's creating systems and then creating, uh, knowing that you have to give up uh, 60 to 80% of what you do and really focus on the 40, 20% you do really well and let someone else do the 60 to 80% that you do good, yeah. but they can do good too. Yeah. All right. Uh, even if they don't do it as good as you, because a lot of us are cocky egomaniacs and we're like, no, I do it the best. <laughs> right? like, it's like, okay, shut up. Right. And was, I had to get over that too. Yep. But we, we do have a great, we, we have an event coming up. We're in Mexico, um, uh, April 22nd to 25th, but we have a headquarters retreat. We have four of them a year here at headquarters in the great state of Delaware. It's the only state that ends in where, because most people don't know where it is. <laughs> and, uh, all right. So it's fantastic. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's very unique. It's, it's, if we do, we do it. You really, and you remember when it's like, you're not going to take a trip. You don't know anything about everybody that comes on this takes a trip. They really don't know much about <laughs> because I'd rather control freaks be mad at me than have a predetermined judgment on something they're doing mm. and block themselves from the reward they can get from it. Yes. Wow. Right. So you'll know the hotel you're coming to, you know, you're coming to Delaware, you know, you're coming to our headquarters, right? You'll know the hotel you're coming to. We have a driving service, pick you up at the airport because Delaware doesn't really have a great airport. So we go two hours each way. We have driving services, bring you to the hotel in your price, in the price of your thing, your hotel is there. All meals are included and the transportation to and from the wow. uh, airport. The only thing you have to cover is the flight. All right, because you gotta have something. Man. Yeah. All right, because I'm not putting you. I'm not putting you in first class. But, right? So, uh, all right. Someone asked me that. I'm like, you take care of your flight. If you want first class, you got it. Yeah. Right? But um, 
And really what we do here is we break things down into seven P's and here we, we break down perspective. So it's really a lot of the mind game in order to create the life you want, the relationships you want, the business you want, the health you want, right? And, and, and through that journey. So anybody ever interested in doing one of those, come on out. Uh, we have around, because we COVID safe. So we're around 25 to 30 people, right? We do social distancing. Uh, we have colors to implement, like that you put on yourself to let you know your comfort level. So it's like red means put your damn mask on and stay away from me, right? Green means hug me, you crazy bastard, you, right? So <laughs> it's all like different, different colors, different people. All right. But uh, we've had um, we've had uh, what, like three or four since November or October of last nice. year and have zero case of COVID from our events. Let's so thank God we go. Have, right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, and we've sold out everyone so far. But that's so amazing. really, if you're looking for that next level and that community of people that's going to help support, push, drive forward and be there for you, but also hold you accountable, check you when you need be because we all need to be checked sometimes. Come on through uh, and see what we do. Awesome. Where, where can people find uh, about the event? Where can they go to to buy the tickets? Because obviously they're going to oh, buy nice. the tickets right after this. Right. Oh, so definitely. UnleashYouNowRetreats.com. Um, you can also go to UnleashYouNow.com. You can find Unleash You uh, Now on Facebook. You can find me, Michael Faber, or the coach Mike Faber on every platform. Um, listen, I'm so available. My number and email are like publicly posted because I'm like, I want, I like, we're never alone. One of the biggest lies is that the entrepreneurship is a lonely journey. Mm. And I think they say that to us to try to scare us out of it. It does not have to be. There's a bunch of us forging this path right together. And all you got to do is reach out. So I put my number and email public because anytime you're going through something, I don't care if, if you ever paid me a dime or not, you're not alone. I'm here with you. Right. Um, so, and there's a bunch of other people that are too. So definitely reach out. Uh, let me know any questions you have. The It's a application process too. So yep. uh, you just can't go by, we gotta make sure you fit this one, right? Like, because uh, there's certain ones where I'm like, probably not the best, right? Yeah. yeah. I um, love it. Taking care of your community, man. And I love the message of you don't have to go alone at it um, in the entrepreneurial journey. I think that that could be a, a whole new topic for, uh, for episode two as well. Man, thank you so go. much. We're going to leave... All the links at the bottom of the description, right? So whatever you're listening right now to the podcast, you scr scroll down, you're going to see all the links. Maybe we'll put your phone number and email in there too for people to <laughs> contact you, man. And dude, thank you so much. This has been so oh, exciting, so refreshing. Love your energy. Uh, dude, thank you. Dude, uh, I will say this. I, I've been on a couple podcasts in the last decade, right? And uh, you guys run an amazing podcast. I love how you do it. And also, I love your servant heart, man. You guys are really about, uh, it's great seeing such like people, up and comers in the game, take the approach of serving first. Uh, so I appreciate you guys. You guys make me feel better about being in the space with you. So thank you for letting thank me be here. You. Thank you, man. Coming from wow. you, I mean, we'll, we'll take this. This is definitely, uh, Rafa, take this up, please. Uh, <laughs> and just like, we'll frame it on like this uh, loop in the TV going yeah, yeah. over and over. <laughs> we appreciate you, Michael. Uh, you know, we know, we Brandon, thank you if you're listening because this connection was incredible. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I hope is for many years to come. I, I think there's a lot of overlap here and uh, incredible story. And thank you for allowing us to be a part of it man um, oh, thank you to you and your team and uh, with that guys yep. thank you so much for tuning into the Content Profit Podcast go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe and follow button on your favorite podcasting platform and follow us on social media at bizbrosco that is right and if you find this episode impactful and Michael helped you move one step forward to your goal please don't forget to share it and leave a five star review thank you bye guys <laughs>